Hello everybody, it's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, I'm about to record the daily devotional for a second time today. It was finished, I had gone, and then Scott, who's doing the editing on the daily devotional today, called me to tell me that the sound, the microphone, for some reason, had not worked. Well, I can only think that the good Lord wants it to be better than it was before. So let's go again and ask the Lord to be with us today. Hey, Lent 2024 is just a couple of weeks away now, even less than a couple of weeks. Pray for our world. Gee whiz, our world needs the Lord right now. You only have to watch the news and see the turmoil in so many places around the world. Our world is in need of God. And so Lent is a time when we turn to God and we pray that the whole world is it will and we pray that it will happen in our lives as well. I'm looking forward to doing Lent with all those who will. Don't forget to send the link for people to join us and sign up to receive the Lent Daily Devotional. It's going to be a really blessed time. I have a real sense we're going to be very blessed this Lent. Well, let's go to the scriptures today and we're going to carry on from where we were yesterday. I'm going to read a passage of scripture today that for many, many years I just simply did not understand. And there's a lot happening. Now keep in mind, the reason we do the daily devotionals is to help us in our prayer and our, and our relationship with God. So as we reflect through the day, we walk more deeply with God in our life. So let's go to Mark chapter 6. We're going to read from verse 7. And it says, He called the twelve and began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over the unclean spirits. He ordered them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and to not put on two tunics. He said to them, wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave the place. If any place will not welcome you and they refuse to hear you as you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet as a testimony against them. So they went out and proclaimed that all should repent. They cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. It's a great passage of scripture. There's lots happening here. There's lots happening here. And even though this was about the mission of the 12, we are called to share in the same mission of taking the message of the gospel out. Let's go from the beginning. Then he went among the villages. Oh, sorry, verse 7. He called the 12 and began to send them out two by two. Some scholars suggest that the reason it was two by two is that, is that it took two to witness an agreement or a legal binding. And so here were they about to go out two by two, and it would take two to witness to what was taking place. And he gave them authority over the unclean spirits. He gave them authority. In other words, it was his task and he was giving it to them. See, the work of proclaiming the gospel, whether it's to our children, our husband, our wife, our family and friends, the reality is it's God's work, Jesus's work, and he gives us authority, gives us ability, gives us capacity to participate. It's not our work. It's God's work in sharing the gospel. Verse 8, he ordered them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and not to put on two tunics. He ordered them. Again, scholars suggest that the reason he did this, he wanted them to trust that, they, that, that God would provide for them. God would provide for them. See, when you don't have 
and yet you feel God has called you to something, it, it really does test your faith. And in many, many times, uh, that's how we're all called to live. I know in my own life, that's the case and has been the case. Not uh, case. Uh, there, I remember when I went to Rosemary and I've said to her through the years, Rosemary, I think this is what God is asking me to do. And sometimes when we've started new works like the works we're doing, um, there's no pay. And I've come home on occasions and said, Rosemary, we're not going to, I haven't got any, I've, I'm not going to, there's no pay. The costs are high, the economy's dipped, there's been a war somewhere, there's a tragedy somewhere and people have reallocated their funds there and we're not going to have any money. I, haven't, I, I can't bring home a wage. And it can be very scary to say, you know, and, and some people have said to me, then why don't you quit and go do something else? Clearly you, you shouldn't be doing it. Or you live in that belief that God has asked you to do this and you trust that he will feed you and pay your bills. And Rosemary always says to me, she says, the Lord has asked us to do this. The Lord's asked you to do this. If it, we, we don't stop just because we don't have money. What we do is we stop when we hear God say stop. And it would be wrong to stop because you look at your bank account and it doesn't add up or you don't know how you're gonna feed yourself. That's not the way you walk spiritually. And she always says to me, you've just gotta keep going when we face those times. And that's what Jesus is saying to them is, go out, don't take anything and trust that I will provide for you. How does God provide? He provides through people. In verse, in verse 10 it said, and he said to them, whenever you enter a house, stay there until you leave the place. Scholars say this to us about that line, is that, is that uh, you don't, they, they were not apostles or in the ministry of Jesus because they were wanting to get wealthy. And so scholars suggest that what this meant was when you go into a house, be content if they accept you there to stay there. In other words, if you see a couple of days later a more luxurious house, don't stop and say, well, I'm leaving that to go to that. No, 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 stay when you arrive in the place, stay where you are, and because your motivation is not the crewing of, everything, of anything, but, but your heart is to serve me. And so stay in that place. In verse 11, if any will not welcome you and they refuse to hear you as you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet as a testimony against them. Now, scholars are divided. You can find scholars interpret that in a couple of different ways. Firstly, scholars interpret that from the perspective of, well, if someone's going to reject the message, just, you know, that, you know they will be condemned. Other scholars suggest that everybody has free will. And I would agree with this. Everyone has free will. People have a right to reject the gospel. But as for you, the symbolism of shake the dust off your feet is simply this. Go spend your time on people that will listen. Don't waste your time on people that, uh, that are not interested, the academics would say. So now as we read this, we can stop and say, so what's that got to do with our lives? You and I are both called to be representatives of Jesus in the places where we are, maybe to our kids, our husband, our wife, our friends. We're all called to be witnesses to Jesus. And this passage of scripture says, because we participate in that work, because we are Christian, because we participate in that work, uh, that we should go out trusting that God will look after us, trusting that God will provide it for us, and that we should, uh, when we're sh sharing our lives with people, take an interest in those who take an interest. And those who maybe go, well, I have, I'm not interested at all, 
there is an element at times where you stop and you say, I can't waste my time because there are so many people who would be open. Take that to prayer today. It's a very kind of deep scripture. You see Jesus revealing, revealing, revealing the kingdom of God. Trust me, this is my work. Go and share the gospel and where there's an open heart, share it there extra. Loving Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise. You're teaching us some things, Lord God, about your kingdom and our heart for you. Father, bless us today. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, God bless you, everybody. I pray this second time was better than the first time. And uh, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God's never, ever far from you.